Good morning. We call you Lord. We call you Adonai. You are our Lord. Hallelujah. He is our Lord. Good morning. Come on in to release. Woo. Come on, Lord. Yes, God. And every tongue confess. Oh, I'm getting ready because I'm going to church today. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess. He is Lord, people. He is a Lord above all. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess. You are, you are Lord. Sickness has to bow. Corona, you got to bow. Coronavirus will bow at the name of Jesus. Every tongue confess. Come on, this one verse. Let me get through this one one. This one chorus, guys. Come on, let's sing it. Jesus, you are Lord. Oh, oh. It's just that easy. Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, you are Lord. Oh, oh. That's my morning voice. <laughs> He is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. Yes, you are. Cause at the mention of your name. Yes. Good morning, people. Good morning. Welcome to Release. If it's your first time here, my name is Crystal Worthy, and I am the host of the podcast for Worthy Chick Chat. Um, every Friday I do a podcast called Worthy Chick Chat and we talk about fashion and beauty and entertainment and all the things that don't matter anymore. <laughs> but we also put a spin on it and just discuss the word of God um, in the living room. But God told me, um, I'll probably, it's probably been a month now or a few weeks back um, to go a little deeper and to start a Sunday devotional podcast called Release. So he released me to uh, discuss the podcast. So I pray and I hope that you go back and you listen to where I started and how this began, because a lot of the things I've gone back and I've been um, listening and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. God was truly speaking to me um, and said so many things that were definitely prophetic to where we are today. Um, today is Sunday. What's, what's even today's date? Oh my God. Have you, do you know what today's date is? Have you lost track because of Corona? Because of the coronavirus? Listen, I'm a believer in, um, not giving things power by their name. So whenever I've had a battle in my strongest battles, um, and even I had a friend that died of the C word, um, passed away this past September. And immediately when she found out she had, um, the C word, <laughs> but immediately when she found out that she had it, 
Um, I made a pact with her. I said, we will never call it out by name. We won't call it out by name because if we call it out by name, we do nothing but give it power. We give it nothing but power. Ignore its name. We're going to fight and we're going to keep moving. So I say that today. Here's another C word. <laughs> Here's another C word. And um, from this day forward, guess what? I'm not about to say the name. I'm about to make a habit of not saying the name and moving on with God's business. So I empower you to do. Okay, I guess I didn't put my phone on disturb. Um, baby girls calling me. Oh my goodness. But anyway, people, listen, we're not about to give this name any power, okay, whatsoever. But let us pray since I've introduced myself and I've just kind of already got started. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this day. For this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. Lord God, we thank you for every instruction that you have ever given us. We thank you for every prophetic word that we have ever received. We thank you, Father God, for every every instrument that you've used to move us forward, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for past for pastors, Father God, and ministers and prayer warriors and people of God that have come into our lives for such a time as this, Father God. Father God, I call on your name, Lord God. We call on the name of Jesus, Lord God, for you are the great I am, Lord God. You are the lily in our valley, Lord God, and you are alpha and omega. You are the only beginning and the end, Father God. You are the only one that has authority, Father God over every situation along this earth, God. Nothing has caught you by surprise, Father God. Father God, we pray that we make you proud in this season, Lord God. We pray that we make you just uh, your heartbeat even more in this season, Father God, by the boldness that will be upon us, Lord God, by the tenacity that we will operate in, Lord God, to do the things of you, Father God, to continue to pray, to continue to worship God, to continue to praise your holy name, to, to continue to stand with authority, Father God, because you are our dad. Daddy, Lord God, and our daddy declares that he is the only one that can call us sick, fixed, full and whole, that he is the only one that can cause us, Father God, to be healed, Lord God. You are the healer, Lord God. Oh God, we thank you for being our healer, Father God. Mm. Okay, Father, we thank you for being our healer, Lord God. You are Alpha and Omega. Hey, God, 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 we worship you, oh Lord. We worship you, Lord God. We thank you, God, for being Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Nisi, God, you will reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, God, you will give us a peace, God, over every situation. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha, you will heal this land. Father God, I ask the God that you give me the words so that your people will hear the not from me, God, but from you, Lord God. Father God, I ask that you that you control my tongue, Father God. That you control, God, every word that comes out of my mouth. That I speak for you and I say the words that you want to go forth in this land, Father God. For this message may carry a decade, Father God. Father God, this message may carry children, Father God, that are being born today, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity. Opportunity, Father God to just allow you to work through me. And Lord, I ask that you just continue to bless those that are listening and open up their ears and open up their minds to remove the thought process of me, to remove their, their thoughts of me, Father God, and to only hear what thus says the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So listen, people, oh my goodness, from last week to this week, how things have changed. I recently just went back and listened to the podcast from last week. And um, 
I basically was informing you guys last week that this is a flesh thing. This is a flesh thing. And how I said at the end of the podcast, I think things are about to get serious. And I think that's where we are. Things are serious. Um, and they're about to get a little bit more serious, people. But guess what? The joy of the Lord <laughs> is my strength. I, you know, I love God. I love God. This has been a time for me of just being so thankful. So thankful that my walk with God, it, it, it's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough. I ain't no saints. Um, if you're just joining on to um, the, the podcast, I let me inform you right now. This is not your um, average church service. Um, I am not a I'm not going to say I'm not a minister because I'm called by God, but I am not a pastor. I don't desire to 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 have a church, um, but I am here to be real and transparent as God has called me to be. And that's what he told me to do. Get on there and be yourself. That's what you do, because that is what people need to see. That's what they need to see. And that's what they need to hear. So listen, um, I'll have some very transparent moments. It's fine by me, you know. Um, there ain't no hindrance here. <laughs> so, um, but I also have some things that I probably will say and you're like, Oh my God, I've never heard it that way. Oh gosh, that's a little too deep for me. I'm sorry. You might not be my audience, but there's an audience out here that needs to hear some things that are raw and straight to the point. And so last week I was talking about you know, um, I was talking about our flesh and how this, this virus, cause that's what I'll call it is really a flesh issue. So, um, it's a flesh issue, people, you know, just to kind of retract some things that I said, isn't it very interesting? The scripture that we were in last week, um, was just talking about who would inherit the kingdom of God, who would inherit the kingdom of God. And, um, it was just so mind blowing when you'd have to definitely go back and take a listen, um, to just, you know, what the Lord is saying about who is going to inherit the kingdom of God. And I thought that it was so weird that I would, um, I'm not going to say weird, I'm not going to use that word, but I just thought it was very ironic that that was the scripture, a very heavy, heavy, um, scripture that the Lord had given me to get on the podcast and talk about. Um, and so here we are where I'm pretty sure people are asking, you know, and are scared, there are people that are scared. There are people that are terrified. And listen, people, Christians and people that have been Bible thumpers and going to church and know the Lord and, and all of that, y'all might have dogged us out. But, you know, we're not here to dog you out. We are here to say, guess what? The time is now. You can still get yourself together. You can still get yourself right. And anybody that is telling you that is probably going to tell you, like I'm telling you, I'm still working on my stuff too. And thanks be to God. I have, ooh, thank you, Jesus. I've gotten some things corrected um, in my life. But we were talking last week out of 1 Corinthians um, 6 and 10, and where it says, um, basically, you know, who will inherit the kingdom of God? So if you go with me, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, it says, um, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? I'm reading it today out of the New Living Translation. Um, and it says, don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin, we talked about that, and who worship idols, we talked a little bit about that, or commit adultery, or are male prostitutes, or participate homosexuality. 
we didn't read the male prostitutes. That was a different version. Come on, Holy Spirit. Um, but, or thieves or greedy people or drunkards or abusive or cheap pe- cheap people. That's what the Living Translation says. None of these will inherit the kingdom of God. So, you know, um, it went on in the scripture to just even talk about that there are so many different sins that you can commit, but how when you commit a sexual sin or a sexual immorality that you sin against um, the, the, the body of Christ, that your body is of God. And then it, it, it said it went on to say that no other sin is like that sin. So it was deep people. You definitely got to go back and take a listen. But where we are today is, you know, I'm still talking and telling you that this is a flesh thing. This thing is of the flesh. If you think about it, we are now not able to go certain places. You have to be conscious about where do I go? Who do I, who should I be around? What should I associate myself with? What can I touch? Mm, Come on, Holy Spirit. What can I touch? What should I be around? What area should I go into? And should I absorb what is in that area? And I've been on Facebook having a complete tangent about why don't we have masks? Why are we not covered? Come on, Lord. Why are we not covered? I have um, relationships that I've established in other other countries where they are um, experiencing the coronavirus, have been experiencing the coronavirus in China, in Italy, um, and now in the Philippines that I've been told. And they are all, it is a government mandate pretty much that they wear masks. They're covered. But then when I look around and I look at us, why are we not covered? Mm, come on. I'm looking at so many people that are not covered. It's been rare to see anyone with a mask on. I was in the uh, dollar store the other day because if you do not know and you're looking for supplies, um, people from the hood, okay? We, we stop. I know we might have moved out of the hood or moved, you know, over into suburban areas, but you better go back to the hood because the hood is where you're going to get your resources. Okay. Um, so I was in the dollar store and I did not find toilet paper at this particular one, but I'm telling you all of the local, (laughs) all of the inter, inter, inter city, the, I mean the inner, inner where, you know, some other people are not trying to go. My Caucasian brothers and sisters, um, I, I don't probably even suggest, I I don't know if you, you got, you got, you got the boldness of the Holy spirit, go on in there and get you some toilet tissue. But listen, um, I went in the store and I had a mask on. I have been not leaving out without a mask. Thanks be to God. I was researching mask. I found mask. Um, and a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, got up 6 a.m. in the morning like, I found the mask that you're looking for. She already had a mask. I found the mask that you're looking for. The N95. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Um, pick those up. Because I have a supply that I'm trying to get from China. But y'all people, everybody still want to question. I don't need no mask. So listen, I was in the store the other day and this man sneezed. Ha-choo! Everybody stopped. Everyone stopped. He was like right by us. Every he did not cover his mouth. Everyone stopped. And then they looked at him and then they looked at me and I looked at them because my face mask was covered. Now, there is uh somebody said, "You don't have no goggles on. I got a shield. I'm I'm trying to work on that shield too." Okay? But people, here's the thing. Are you covered? Mic drop. 
Are you covered? And I don't mean just that mask. That mask is the physical covering. But are you spiritually covered? See, when I walk into situations and the Bible has taught me, guess what? I have angels that surround me. I have angels. I can command my angels to come forth and be and, and, and be with me. Okay? This thing is a flesh thing. This thing is a flesh thing. And people, people of God, people that have not been of God, listen. My next series next week is that you're going to have to die to your flesh. You're going to have to die to your cakes and pies, cakes and pies. You can't have them. All them cookies. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. I don't went shopping and bought sweets I ain't had since I was a kid. But anyway, listen, people, we have to, you're going to have to die to your flesh. Um, you know, I've got friends that are having a fit because I don't have enough meat. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. Or they can't go out the house now and do the things that they really, really think they should do. And then guess what? I got friends that's like, hey, I'm going to live my best life. I'm not worried about this. I'm not going back and forth for this corona. Um, but, they, you know, they're just normal. Whatever I do, I'm not missing the club night. I'm going to go to the club. And I'm going to go to this bar. And I've seen people, all my face, some of my Facebook friends, and everybody's is bar hopping. People are bar hopping. And, you know, you got people in the house. I got all kinds of friends. So don't, no judgment here. Listen, I, I stay before people just as Jesus would. Um, but they are like doing their thing. And I'm just like, oh my God, but you're out here not covered. I want y'all to be covered. And not just with the mask, being covered by the blood of Jesus. I had an interesting conversation with um, my goddaughter. And, um, you know, she's young. When you're young and you're like, you know, the kids be young and they're saved and they didn't get, they, they're baptized and get baptized. It gets a little confusing because at some point you're like, well, was that the parent that did it? Because, of course, as parents, we want to make sure you did it. Or are you at a mature enough place now to, to confess that Jesus is Lord in your own heart. And so she and I had the conversation about, um, she heard, we went to church and she heard them say, you know, if you're not saved, you know, you want to be saved. And she looked at me and I said, well, are you saved? And she said, I did that a long time ago. And I'm like, okay, nah, you ain't number 13. So long time ago was when, you know, but she says, I did that a long time ago, auntie. I did. I said, well, listen, I'm no pressure. I'm not trying to tell you to do this now. Like we'll have a discussion about it later. And that's what we did. So, you know, I started having a discussion with her because she's been scared. She's, she's been scared. She's been terrified and she's hearing the confidence in me. And she's like, but auntie, I'm scared. I said, baby, when you got Jesus, it ain't nothing to be scared about. She's like, huh? I said, remember I was asking you. Um, in church. And I said, we'll talk about it later if you're saved. And she said, well, yeah. I said, well, did you, did you pray about it? Because that's what I told her. I said, well, go home, pray about it. So, you know, I'm trying to teach her how to pray and hear from God herself. And so she said, well, auntie, I prayed to God last night, but I don't think I mentioned that part. I was, you know, telling her I was scared and I was telling her I was, I said, okay, okay. Well, that was good. And I said, well, one thing is you're developing your relationship. So I just kind of had her say, I said, listen, it's simple. It's not that hard. I don't have to take you to church to do this. I don't, I don't have to um, sit you in front of, of a full congregation of people. I said, the relationship that you and God have starts right now. And I said, and you've already started your relationship with him. Right when I started my relationship with him and it got stronger was when my mother died at 12 years old. I had to talk to God. 
I had to talk to him. Many people now are in their houses by themselves. They got it. You better talk to God. He is your only confidant. And so I told her, I said, listen, it's really simple. It's really, it's not that hard. Just how you're having a conversation with me because you love me. You know that I love you. Do you know that I love you? And if you know that I love you, you should be able to talk to me about anything. About every concern that you may have. About anything uncomfortable. About all of your flaws. What you did when I didn't see you. When your daddy didn't see you. When your aunties didn't see you. Something you might have did that your mama might have never known about. When, you, when, when somebody loves you that much, like God loves us that much, there's nothing you can't tell them. And so I told her, I said, but it's simple. All you have to say is, Jesus, come into my heart. Lord, I want to live for you. I said, these are your words. These are your words. I learned that a long time ago. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, you got to. I, I, I had a um, mm, Holy Spirit is bringing this to, to, my, to my memory. But I had a life or death situation. I had a life or death situation. I won't go too deep into it because the past is the past. And I don't want to offend anybody that I that I truly still love. Um, but I was um, assaulted and I had a closed head injury. And um, the spoke of a table went into the back of my skull. And I was bleeding out on the floor and my friends were around and they, they clearly said, yeah, you was out of here. Your body was turning cold. Um, and it's my testimony. I'll talk about it another time. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. See, sometimes you just got to remember that what you've already gone through and what he's already brought you out of. That there's nothing. That's why I'm not in fear. I'm not in fear of this. Um, but I had a close head injury and um, I was bleeding out on the floor and this lady walked up to me and she said uh repeat such and such and such and such I still to this day don't know what this lady was telling me to repeat it was something out of the bible and she just for her reasoning god bless her heart lady bless your heart but she kept saying repeat this repeat repeat the the creed or something and I'm like what my my, I got my brain is gashed in like you want me to repeat what And I couldn't, I, and I, and and I remember the pressure coming on me. Listen to this. I remember the pressure coming on me because I felt like I needed to repeat something that somebody else had in their mind and the words that they had in their mind and da, 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 da. When I had already been praying to Jesus, I had already had a relationship with God. My, I was in a place of peace as my body laid on that floor in a pool full of blood. And I remember my spirit talking to God and my spirit hearing him. And I'm listening and watching the things around me. And I'm watching. I was too busy watching the people around me. I'm going to be flat out honest with you. I was too busy watching the people around me and watching their spirits around me because I knew that I was in a fight for my life. And so for me, I'm paying more attention to who's around me, who I don't want touching me, who I don't want hovering over me while I'm in a battle of my life. And listen, and I had a situation to where somebody came over me. Hmm. And put a cloak over me. Now, everybody in around me have been saying, Crystal, fight, keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting, stay up, stay up, because my body was weakening. The ambulance took 45 minutes to come, and my father had to arrive. And I remember someone saying, Oh, just rest, just go to sleep, baby. 
I won't reveal right now who that was. But if you listen to the podcast, you can figure it out. Let me tell you something. That that is what made me fight. By having a being, I had to pay attention. I couldn't pay attention to this lady telling me to repeat a creed when I had already knew the words that I needed to say to my father directly. Father, I am yours. Lord God, I am here. I know that you are ruler. I know that you are master. I know that you are my healer. I know that you're going to correct every situation in my life right now in the name of Jesus. I had said the words I needed to say to my father. So you say what you need to say to your father. But listen, I was in the position now of sometimes people can do you something and it puts you in a fight mode. Baby, I was fighting. I was ready to fight. If if I could have got up and knocked the mess out of the wind out of her, I would have got up. But people can declare something over your life. Oh my God. People can declare something over your life. They can say that you sick. They can say you're going to die. They can say that you'll never be nothing because you ain't nothing but 15, 12, 17 years old, pregnant with a baby and you ain't going to never amount to nothing. Let me tell you something. All my life when somebody has said to me, oh, she ain't going to do that or she'll never amount to that or she'll never do that. That is what brings the fight out of me because you don't know my God. You don't know my relationship. And that was the day that I learned that words do have power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to say that word of what this disease is anymore but words do have power but you better learn how to take that word that is trying to be spoken over you and turn that thing around for a victory get flat-footed on your feet and get ready to fight because I am here today and this has been oh my god 15 years later and I'm gonna tell you what happened those words were spoken over me and I promise you I could feel the Holy Spirit come over my body and I had a friend that was there you better make sure that you do have some people now that friend is probably really longer not really your friend anymore because they crossed me. But anyway, at that time in that season, in that season, they were righteous. And in that season, I knew that person was righteous was around me. And what he said to her was he flung her hand back and he said, get off of her, you witch. Do you hear me? You better have some bold, bona fide people that you are going through this season with. Some people that are ride or dies. We talked about it last week. Some people that are ready to fight for you. If you get down, if you get sick, if you need to be taken care of, somebody that can be praying in that room and telling the death angel they cannot have you. Somebody that can tell the the authorities and the government, nah, she fine. You ain't putting her in no doggone concert, whatever, concentration. Oh, Holy Spirit. Anyway, I'm not going to go there, but you're not taking her up out of here. You better have some bold, bona fide people, okay? Because when your body can't fight, your spirit better be fighting. Did you hear what I said? When your body can't fight, you better allow your spirit to fight. See, this, this doesn't really necessarily... I'm not devastated by this because this one testimony that I'm sharing with you now, I've had a couple others where my body could not move, where my body necessarily, I didn't know what to feel or I couldn't feel or my body was there, but my spirit was with God. My spirit was fighting. My spirit, me and God were in union. The father, the son, the Holy Spirit were with me in the midst of the battle. And because they were with me in the midst of the battle, the power of the Holy Spirit came upon me and I was healed. So in this situation where there was a gash in my head and I'm bleeding and that and 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 thanks be to God I made it to the hospital in time in the hospital I got the paperwork to this day the paperwork says resuscitation they had to resuscitate me so at some point I probably was so deep off in the spirit fighting that guess what I, I don't know maybe I missed a millisecond I don't I don't know but what God did was so miraculous so miraculous in this time and I still believe mm, mm, mm. 
I can't believe God at a time like this is bringing this to my memory. This is not in my notes. There's nothing, nothing is in my, <laughs> this is not in my notes. Oh my God. This whole story is not in my notes. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you for the revelation. There was a miracle that happened that day. And I confess this right now in the name of Jesus that you will be the miracle. You will be the one. You will be the one that they say, wow, what happened? I remember laying in, in, in that in that in that emergency room. And I remember hearing my my suddenly my 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 eyes just started blinking, 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 blinking really fast. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? They were doping me up with stuff. And I heard the nurse say. Oh, no, that's involuntary. Um, that's involuntary. She's not doing that. Right. And I said, mm, OK. And, and and the doctor came and I, I heard them looking at my head and he said, don't touch her. Wow. Leave it alone. I've had these moments where doctors would be like, don't touch her. Leave it alone. And they looked at the crown, the back of my head where there was a gash. And they said, it's as if. A cocoon has formed where there was a gash. Don't touch your head. And they and they said I was stabilized. They told my family I was stabilized. And they got me off in the room. And when the doctor came to me, he said, and it, it, there's another testimony with this. <laughs> oh, my God. Because um, somebody was in the room with me when they put me off in the room. And um, nobody still to this day is like, no, I was the first one in the room. No, you weren't. There was a man. On the right side of me, my angel. And he stood there watching over me. I thought it was a, a nurse's assistant. They said, Crystal, nobody's been in this room. But anyway, when the doctor came in, he said, I have never seen anything like this before. He said, we did not stitch you up. You don't have stitches. There's, There was nothing to stitch up. He said, because your hair, <laughs> I got the nappiest hair in the world, okay? Don't let people talk about you. Because your hair formed what looks like now a cocoon and it absorbed the blood and it stopped the bleeding and I'm not touching it you're fine now now I had some issues that went along with that you know they put a neck brace on and and I had some loss of um loss of feeling on the left side of my body and some other things that I had to get through, but I got through and I made it through and I, I was on a cane and I got off a cane. But let me tell you something. The very thing that saved my life was the thing that I didn't want to change. Hmm? Did you hear me? It was the very thing. My hair, we were in the season of perms. Everybody perm, 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 perm. But for whatever reason, it was nothing but God. The Lord told me, stop perming your hair. Stop perming your hair. I have very thick, coarse hair. And the Lord said, stop perming your hair. And I'm like, what? I'm not about to get a perm. Okay, it's been a while now. I still can't get a perm. And I remember being at the beauty shop maybe weeks before. And I was contemplating, man, I'm so tired of wrestling with this hair. This hair is so thick. And everybody like, ooh, what's wrong with your hair? Ooh, your hair thick. Oh, my God. Girl, you ain't got no perm. Mm. Girl, you ain't got a da-da-da-da-da. Mm. Mm. And I told my goddaughter this recently. When people get to talking about you. You better pay attention to what they're talking about. Because the very thing that they might be talking about might be the very thing that God wants to use. 
Do you hear me? If I had let somebody convince me that I wasn't right and wasn't tight, if I had let somebody convince me that my hair was too thick, way too coarse, little nappy-headed girl, ooh, girl, you need to be laid, dyed, slicked to the side, whatever little styles was out back then. If I would have let someone else tell me about who God made me, who I am in Christ, who I am, who my hair, what my hair was supposed to do, what my hair is supposed to look like. This is why it's important. Every morning when I get up, I ask God, what you want me to wear? What am I supposed to put on? What am I supposed to, we have to ask God, how you, I ask God, how you want my hair? How am I supposed to wear my hair in this season? What am I supposed to do? Because I know that it saved my life. God saved my life just by obedience People, your obedience will save your life. Your obedience will save your life. Your obedience will save your life. Oh my God. Obedience will save your life. Be obedient in this season. Ask God, who can I allow in my house? Hopefully you ain't allowed nobody in your house. Ask God, what should I eat? What herbs are in my house that I can take if I get sick? What is here? Remember the things that your grandmama told you or your auntie said, baby, if you put a little, I had a friend the other day, Krista, put some Vicks around the, the inside of your nose. She said, hear me good. Like my mama say, I love her. Nina Posey, shout out to you. But she said, take a Q-tip and put some Vicks around your nose, baby, because can't nothing get in there you better listen to what you are supposed to do for yourself in this season for your body and be obedient god may use strangers to give you a word this is why you have to have relationship and be able to hear from the lord on what to do and know what not to do be, be careful people listen listen clearly listen to what god wants you to do give you instructions on what to do and then that way you'll know who not to listen to so when somebody is talking about oh girl if i was you i wouldn't be eating that soup if i was you i wouldn't eat that that got a whole lot of this in it and a whole lot of that but they don't know your body they don't know what a body that god gave you they don't know how how your body for, uh, works and functions they don't know if that's what you need in your body because there's some germ trying to attack it and you need some chicken noodle broth okay so you better listen in this season to what God says to you and not what people have to say about you. Mic drop, okay? Because the very thing that people may have talked about you about may be the very thing that's gonna save your life. Somebody, you know, these kids are so horrible right now. My my guy baby in school going through it. You know, the, the boys even. And I said, they, they just like you. But she said, you know, we sat down at dinner a few, maybe a month back and the poor baby said... I'm big. Why did God make me big? Well, no, she didn't say, why did God make her big? She said, I'm big and I'm built like a man. I said, what did you just say? I could have, I, I, all of my grandma came out of me. What did, what did you just, I ought to knock the teeth out your mouth. And I said, honey, you are exactly what God made you. You are exactly what God made you. You are exactly, I said, you don't know how your body going to be 10 years from now. But right now, this is where he got you. And this is exactly how God made you people. Exactly. You better find out exactly who did God make you? Who did God make you to be? Because now you sitting in your homes and guess what? You at your rawest form. There's no title over your head that you are the director of this, the administrator of this. You're the line worker of this. This is your job. No, 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 no. All of that. God said, remove all of that. Remove all of that stuff that you accumulated that I allowed you to have. Let's put that over to the side. I want you bare butt naked. Now, please don't be butt naked in your homes, especially if you got family members like I, it's just it's just an analogy um but he wants to see okay who are you 
Remove all those friends because you can't even go talk to them right now. Remove all those boyfriends. Remove all the girlfriends. Remove all the side chicks (laughs) and the side flicks, ladies. But remove all of that out the way. Now, who are you while you sitting here with you and your kids that barely see you? That, that, that you got to figure out how do I communicate with them now because they're all on social media. Now you can pick up different things that they're doing. But God wants to know, who are you? Who are you in this fight? Who did I make you to be? And the things that I gave you at birth, have you utilized them? Are you utilizing them? And can they be used at this time? If I made you to be a, a, a very outspoken person and you see that there is something going on and you see that something is wrong in government. I've been talking about these masks. People, y'all pray for me. I've been talking about these masks. Why we don't have a mask? Why weren't these masks? Why why weren't we told that we needed a mask? I'm not going to let go of that. I promise you I'm not. But if you find that, hey, guess what? This must be the call on my life. This must be what God wants me to do. He made me this way for this reason. You may have a big body. You may have a small body because your small body might might need to fit through a window. Okay. You might need to be getting out of a situation or you might need to climb into a situation. People, we don't have no idea what could take place. But all I know is you better go to your father and ask him, why did you make me? And talk to him and have a conversation. Repent, 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 repent of the things you've done. Turn away from the wicked ways. You ain't got no choice right now because you up in your house. So a lot of stuff you can't do unless you doing some. Anyway, I ain't going there. Oh, Lord, God gave me a vision. I'm not going there with some of y'all. But listen, this is the time that you go to your father. This is the time that you talk to him like another. And maybe you say, you know, Crystal, I, I ain't prayed. I ain't talked to God in so long. It's not too late. It's just like I told the 13 year old sitting at the, the dinner table. It's it sitting at the, 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 well, we were at the dinner table at the church. Oh, we were at the dinner table. Okay, fine. We had an after, converse, after conversation. We were at the dinner table, but it's just like I told her at the dinner table, this is your relationship with God. I can't tell you the words to say he made you now. Please don't go cussing to God. Some of y'all gangsters, please just don't be like, no, please don't. <laughs> Please don't honor thy father. Okay, please, please give God some, some reverence. But this is your father. These are the words you need to say to him. You need to repent to him. You need to share with him the nasty, dirty stuff that you done did. And you need to talk to him about the things that may not be righteous. Some of y'all have stolen money from people. Some of you have been swindlers, as the Bible taught us, as we spoke about last week. Some of y'all are greedy. You know those people that are buying up all the toilet tissue? They will not inherit the kingdom of God because greed, you're buying up all the toilet tissue and you know why they're doing it because they're going to turn around and wait till we're dry and destitute and try to sell it. So listen, I found a place the other day that had some water and I'm going to tell you what it is and I'm going to share with you what it is because I want to really, hey, you get blessed if you listen to the podcast, you might get blessed, you might learn a little something, right? Like my mama used to say, see, if you listen to me, if you just listen to me, you might, you might learn a little something. See, you never know what I know. You never, you never, never know. So you never know. Um, shout out to my auntie because that's her all day. Auntie Deborah, I love you. <laughs> um, but that's, that's how I learned. But listen, there is water at Where's the drum roll? There's water at your office supply stores. Yes, office supply stores. So listen, um, I went, I had, I'm telling you, God had me just walking around looking at stuff months ago. And so I said, ah, 
there's these five gallon jugs of water and at Office Depot. I think I went to Office Depot. I said, God, they're probably gone. Do you know I went in there yesterday, walked in and they were right in front. It's like they made a display out of them. It was like, okay, the little black girl that, that was here, she going to come back and yep. They made a display out of them. I said, oh. And I'm like, okay, we're not about to argue if these on sale because they right here. So you about to sell them to me. There were three jugs. I took two. My hands could only hold two. I had somebody in the car. I could have come, go girl, come get this. We got three jugs. I didn't do that. You know why? Because God told me and gave me instructions to get two. And then he showed me because somebody else is going to need to go and get that one. People, don't be greedy. Somebody else is going to need to survive too. And on the way home, I got a call from a friend that has been such a blessing to me. And, and, and I told her, I said, girl, I went and found some water. And she was like, really? Where is it? At? I said, you know what? You already on this side of town. Go over there. It's one left. I'm calling today and see if she got that one. But listen, people, I hope, um, you know, that you have been listening. I did have some scriptures. I did. I did. You know, for the Bible thumpers or the people that may listen and say, oh, she ain't prepared. Say this. She didn't do this. This is the order. This is supposed to go. And you're supposed to read the scripture. You're supposed to do this. Anyway, listen, I do have some scriptures and I really had a whole nother um, word, <laughs> but God took this where he wanted it to go. And I love it. I love it. Lord, I love you. I love you. I love when he does what he wants to do. Um, and let me pause for a minute. Shout out to my friends, my family, people that have supported me. I love you. I love you. If you if you know me and you know the sound, you know me, you know the sound of my voice. But if you know me and you know, um, you know, if you even were around during that time of the testimony that I just so openly shared, know that I'm thankful for you, that I love you. We will get through this, people. This too shall pass. It shall pass. God is testing in the flesh. He just wants to see how you going to act. You going to be drunk all these days? What you going to do? You going to drunk? You going to be drunk? You going to eat up? Look, I got a cabinet full of food now. I just pray that they let us outside because I want to go run. I need to be able to run. So I'm going to start running this week. And I pray that we don't have to be like Italy and China and they really confine us to our homes. Although I believe that is where we're headed. I think that's what's going to happen. So. Um, but to my friends and family, be safe. I love you. 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 And this doesn't matter what you've ever done, no matter what wrong you ever said. It doesn't matter. I, I have a heart of forgiveness. Yes, I, I forgive. I don't forget, but I forgive. <laughs> I forgive and I will continue to love because that's just who God has made me to be is to continue to love. And guess what? I ain't always been right either. I might have wronged you. I might have said something wrong to you. I might have. I, I did something wrong. I hope you let me know what it was because um, I'd like to know because I might can tell you like, yeah, I did that. I'm sorry. You know, my heart went right at that time and in that season or yeah, I did that. I'm sorry. But that's because I thought you had did this. So really, I thought I was self-defense. People, communication is everything. OK, and then it may be. Yeah, I did that. And I told you I did that. Mm, God going to deal with me. <laughs> Sorry, that's so horrible. But he does deal with me. He deals with me. He wakes me up in my sleep when I'm wrong. And he has shown me some things that I have done that I have had to repent for too. So people, you are not alone. You are not alone in this. All of us are trying to inherit the kingdom of God. We all have done some things wrong. Boy, when that Bible starts listing out stuff, da, 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 I'll be like, oh God, eh, eh, shut down. Oh, I, I, okay. Well, I did that in 19... 19- 
Um, all right. Well, anyway. Okay. So listen, um, I had scriptures. I'll share with you briefly what they are because they are, it's what I'm about to do. It's what I'm about to do. It's what I'm about to do. Listen, I'm about to worship. I don't care what nobody, nobody say. I will be in the house of God today. Shout out to prophet Fred Brame, um, Detroit Christian center. We are going to be worshiping today over on the West side of Detroit. Um, now I, I, I don't need y'all to like bust down the doors because I guess there's some type of ordinance or whatever. I don't know. I really don't care. Um, but the address is 17575 Livernois Avenue. It is in the hood. Okay. Come on in the hood. My hood. That's my hood. So I'm, I'm not downgrading it. I, Hey, that's my area. So, um, I'm happy to just go worship God today, people. I hope I've been online for the last couple of years here and there. Um, shout out to my Atlanta church home, Dream Center of Atlanta. I know y'all going to rock. I know the Holy Ghost is going to show up and show out today. And I pray that people are not in fear, that they are blessed. Listen, I was trying to find a scripture. I can't find it right now. If you're just, you know, hearing this podcast for the first time, I would tell you immediately, like, I am not a Bible thumper. I know the word of God is in my belly. I might spit it out and be like, okay, where was that at? I don't know where that comes from. I did. What book is that? Anyway, so I'll get there, people. Hey, I'm starting. Um, But listen, there, <laughs> when worship takes place, let me tell you what happens. When worship takes place, people, this is why you have people of God that are not in fear, because we know that when we worship, baby, it's the it's the best army you ever know to fight off any disease. I've seen people heal. I've seen people walking that shouldn't be walking. I've seen you heard my own testimony. Worship. I am a worshiper. I am a worshiper. I worship God in spirit and in truth. And guess what? When you worship, the devil has to flee. The devil will flee. He'll turn your enemies against each other. Okay. So my whole thing today and my, my, my topic really was I will worship Luke 10, 19. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. I'm all the way up. You know how that, that goes. Nothing will stop me. I'm all the way up. Well, listen today, people, nothing shall harm you. Be up. Nothing shall harm you. Be all the way up. Be up. Worship. Go forth and worship God. Psalms 91 2. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Okay. And then um, what's this? John 4 24. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. People get out here and go and worship. If you are even in your homes, cut on some worship music. If you haven't listened to gospel music and I don't know how long, put on that song your grandma used to, used to listen to. Or if you've never listened, guess what? I really didn't start getting into gospel music until I was, mm, I don't know, 22 years old. I had been in church. I had new gospel songs, but you know, life kicks in, have a baby, go to college, get drunk, party, 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 step, 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 all of that. And then I come home and it was like, oh, gospel music. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I got back into the music. So 
Find you some good, I mean, Tasha Cobbs is amazing. I can go on and on, but that's one, like one of my favorites too. But I can go on and on. Um, Fresh Worship, that's one of my latest ones. I love them. Um, Bishop William Murphy. I mean, like people just find you a song and get to worshiping God and watch them chains be broken. Them things that you're trying to get rid of, those desires. You know, I've been fasting lately more than ever. And I know why now. I had to die to my flesh. That's what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to die to the flesh. But anyway, um, also John 4, 22. So you can read all this on your own. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews for John 4, 23. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the father in the spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers. Uh, okay. They cut me off. They are the kind of worshipers. What, what, what? For they are the kind of worshipers. That's strange. See, that's what we, that's what we get. Oh, for they are the kind of worshipers. Um, no, that's not it. Who will worship him that way? Okay, let's start over. John 4, 23. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the father seeks. y'all like is she really having this fun with the word of god yes i am they are the worshipers that the father seeks so guess what i'm about to go worship you need to be about to go and be about your father's business right now cut on some music and get to worshiping god because he is what you seek so if god is looking for the worshipers baby uh nothing's going to come near our dwelling and let me um let me just close out with this just so that you have it and that you can go and read the word of God um, for yourself. Never mind, computer broke. Anyway, that was it. I guess that was God saying, no, that's it. End it right there. End it, end it right there. End it right there. People, go worship. Go worship and be exactly what God is seeking. He's looking. He's looking. He's like, who's going to worship me in spirit and in truth? In a time like this, where are my worshipers at? Rise up, worshipers. R- rise up. Where are my worshipers at? I have a closing song. I really do. But, you know, for some reason, my Apple computer just wants to act up on me in a time like this where I'm going to need it the most because I have things to do. So come on, Apple. I need you to fix. Hey, my shot. Be fixed in the name of Jesus. All right. Um, but people, listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, there is nothing my God cannot do. Okay. There's nothing my God cannot do. So if you're worried, you're discouraged and you're like, what am I? Hey, I didn't even tackle this. Um, we'll talk about it next week about dying to your flesh, but guess what? Your bills still are going to get paid. You will still survive. I got another testimony for you, baby. Get ready for this one next week because um, this testimony will blow your mind about how God will be a keeper and how he will um, take care of you and how he'll hide you and how he will um, provide all of your needs. Um, Jehovah Jireh. Okay. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. 
So don't worry about the food you shall eat, as the scripture said. Don't don't worry. You know, the birds didn't have to worry. I woke up to birds chirping this morning. That's God's reminder. The birds don't worry about what they're going to eat and how they're going to eat. They're provided for. God provides for them. So listen, let me pray while I'm trying to get my song together. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm over here tap, tap, tapping away, trying to find my song. But Father God... We just thank you. We thank you, Father God, um, because you are the way maker, the miracle worker. Lord God, you are our primus keeper. You are our light in the darkness, Lord God. God, and we will worship you, Father God, in spirit and in truth, Lord God. Thank you, God, for allowing me to remember my testimony, Lord God. Father God, may somebody else remember their testimony, Lord God, or when they didn't have food when they were growing up, Lord God, and how they had to live with maybe some rats, Father God, or Father God, may, maybe that's not their testimony, Father God. May Maybe somebody's testimony is that there was a sexual abuse, Lord God, or and, and, and that you brought them out of that situation or there was an attack, Lord God, and you brought them out. Maybe somebody's situation, God, is a bad marriage, Father, that they never thought they'd get out of, Father God, where their abuse was was there and it was just verbally, but they, they were so damaged in their emotions, Lord God, and how you delivered them, God. Father God, whatever the testimony is that the, the, the man or woman of God may have, Lord God, but your children my God, may have, Lord God, have them now in this time where they have nothing to do but to think about and remember who they are, Father God. Have them to remember the things that you've brought them out of, how you've delivered them, Lord God, how you've taken care of them all of these years, Lord God. People that are that have 65 years, 55 years, 72, 80, my grandmother's 98 years, letting them, let everyone reflect on their lives and all that you've done, Lord God. Father God, and we say thank you. I say thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God, because I didn't have to be here today. Yes, Father God, you could have took me out long time ago, Lord God. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that for your grace and for your mercy, for your grace and for your mercy, Father God, for your grace and for your mercy, Father God, because even after that, I still wasn't perfect, God, but your grace and your mercy has kept me, Lord God. Your grace and your mercy keeps me, Lord God. Me all by myself, Lord God. Your grace and your mercy keeps me. People, if you're listening, God, it about bless. Bless them, God. Bless the people, God, that are listening, that feel lonely, that feel they're by themselves. They feel they have no family. They feel that there's no one around. They feel they don't have friends. Maybe some of the family has died away. Lord God, let them know that you are all they ever need. I said it last week. I'll say it to the day that I die, that you are all that we ever need, Father God. Father God, you are our provider. You will provide. You are our confidence, Father God. We can speak to you and talk to you about anything, Lord God. God, I pray, Father God, even for the prisoners that are in prison, Father God, that are already in prison, God, and even in this situation, how they may even be affected. Let them not feel alone when they may not be able to see family members or talk to family members. I pray for those in nursing homes, God, that may not be able to see their loved ones, Lord God, or hear from their loved ones, God. Give them that strength, Lord God, to continue to fight, Lord God. I pray. Pray for our government. In the name of Jesus, Father God, that you give direction, your direction on what to do for your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, God, and that you bring forth correction. That you bring forth correction, Father God, on every wrong that has ever been done, God. Going back 400, 500 years, Father God, every acre, every mule, God. Father God, that you go forth like a mighty rushing wind into every family situation and reconnect connect family, Father God, that forgiveness comes 
forth like never before in this season, Lord God. Father God, that situations are rectified, Lord God, that people are brought together. Send home the children, Lord God. May they have safe travels, Lord God, from colleges, even from their own lifestyles, God, that they ventured out into, Lord God. Send the home the children to be closer to their families and their loved ones, God. Uh, Father God, those who have heart of hearts that have been hardened, Lord God. Father God, allow them to see that this is not the season to be in unforgiveness. This is not the season for their hearts to be hardened, Lord God. Soften hearts right now, Lord God. May phones start to ring in the mighty name of Jesus, God, for those that need to reconnect, Father God, that need to reconnect with people that they thought they were supposed to cut off that you never told them to cut off, Father God. People that they're going to need in this season, Lord God. Father God, rectify every situation in the mighty name of Jesus. And for that thing that we will not call out the name because we're only going to call out the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, may you just go in and wipe it out, Father God. May you just suddenly remove it out of the United States of America because of the, the, the prayer and the praise that is going to go forth, Father God, over this world, Lord God. Father God, continue to cover Africa. Continue to cover Africa, Father God. May they continue to praise you so that they have set up borders, God, that that, that spirit of in that sickness cannot even come into the land, Lord God. Father God, teach us us, Father God, to call to continue to worship you so that it does not come near us. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for this day. Huh. My God, this is the day you've made. And we shall, we shall, we shall, we shall rejoice. We shall rejoice. Well, I still don't have no music, y'all. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. God, you are amazing. You are um, you are just so amazing, God. I just thank you. I just thank you. I just thank you. I just thank you, God. I'm ready to worship. I'm ready to worship, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, this song right here. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. This song right here. Let me let just this. This this is a worship song. This is my radical. This is a, a, a radical worship song that I just... Man, listen, because all I want is God. All I want is God, okay? There's nothing like him. There's nothing greater than him. Hey, if you thought I liked you, guess what? I don't like you more than God. Because all I want is him. Go on, people. Go on and run the worship. I will run the race. Sunday people, gone to worship. I love you with the love of the Lord.
As my brother says, it ain't nothing you can do about it. What's up, people? You've checked in the worthy chick chat. What's up, people? It's your girl, Crystal Worthy, checking in for worthy chick chat. It's not a game. <laughs> I don't even know who this song is by. I just found it. Hey. The game on the line. I don't play about minds on site. We're going to talk about that. Every time. Yeah, you popping online, but are you popping in life? What's up, people? Listen, I had to jump on here today. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. It's Friday. That's usually when I was doing this podcast. <laughs> life has been crazy, right? But anyway, I am checking in today for a full segment of Worthy Chick Chat. I'm not sure if you are aware that we also have a new segment called Release on Sundays where I am bringing an inspirational word. It's our devotional segment. So I get a chance to go really deeper um, into the word of God here. I kind of touch on a few things and, you know, keep it as keep it as uh, righteous as I can. But um, really, we talk about fashion and beauty and entertainment on this channel and there's so much going on in entertainment there's so much going on but listen people we just talk about life and right now it's not a game this corona rona corvid 19 16 18 whatever the heck you want to call it this is not a game so if you're tuning in today um i hope you're listening i hope i can get some of these millennials to listen What's going on with these millennials? Oh, my God. I just think I'm an 80s baby. Well, 70s baby. But I don't know what's going on with these millennials. I, you know, I was raised in the 80s. I was raised in the hood. So what the heck? But look, I was raised in the 80s. And so in the 80s, you know, we knew how to survive. Our grandparents were teaching us some um, very important things about living in life. Our parents were teaching us some things. Some of us had parents and life was rough, you know. So I grew up in a time period where I, I seen a post on Facebook and it says, I survived the crack epidemic. <laughs> I survived the blackouts. I survived, you know, uh, people getting jumped after school every day, every single day. Like we survived. So I don't know what it is. Um, I think that, what do they call us? Gen X, the Gen Xers. We have been now stated um, in news that we have the survival skills that are needed to get through this. And I believe that is so true. Listen, I have been out here setting up households. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like this food shortage, I have been finding food for that 
everybody's house that I love. So if I love you, you got some food for me. You must know that I love you because I've been on water hunt, food hunt and everything. But listen, people, it's not a game. It's not a game. Um, it's so much not a game that the whole state of California has shut down. Now, um, I was informed and the news is reporting that the whole state of Illinois is now shut down. And the city of New York is doing a 24 hour shutdown. Now, I don't know what good that's about to do. New York, New York, New York What's 24 hours. Y'all go. I don't know what New York is about to do. New York, one of the biggest states. And if you've ever been there and if you live there, you know, all the different boroughs, you know, it's hard for y'all to kind of stay in the house, even when it's freezing cold outside. Like y'all some ride or dies. I love my New Yorkers. Shout out to my people in New York. But. Y'all listen, ride or die. Y'all get on them subways, slip down the steps. Them steps be, I couldn't do it. I'm a Detroit girl, 313. And guess what? We're going to get to shut down next. So I don't know. I've been trying to sound the alarm, sound the alarm, sound the alarm. Um, but people just seem to not be listening. So if you are listening, people, at the sound of my voice, go to the grocery store Stock up on water and canned goods and dry goods, flashlights, medicine, even let me tell you what I did, what what I've been doing. I have been into um, this herbal way of living lately. And, you know, I've been reading it up on it probably about the last year or last two years. Rest in peace to Dr. Sabi. Look, Dr. Sabi, if y'all did not know about Dr. Sabi, you're just being informed You know, God will use whoever he wants to use to get the message out. Hey, I heard it. I received it. Dr. Sabi all the way live. I went and got CMOS today. Um, Actually, I got some CMOS pills and this is my first time taking CMOS. And it's, um, yeah, it's cleansing your girl out. (laughs) It's cleansing me out. Um, But I got some CMOS, um, which Dr. Sabi used to actually manufacture. And I'm not sure what happened to that. But anyway, um, if his family's continuing to do that. But I got that. I got some elderberry. So these are some things. I got a little list. Let me kind of get you guys. Let me go over here to my little storage area so I can tell you what to get. But to take care of yourself, first and foremost, uh, pray and drink some water. (laughs) That's my grandma used to say, what's wrong, babe? Go drink you some water. What's wrong? Okay, just go drink you some more water. It'd be okay. Go to sleep. Go drink you some water. So, you know, sleep does the body good. But listen, go and get you some olive leaf. Olive leaf usually keeps all of the colds and infections and things away. Um, Also, make sure that you have in your house some elderberry. Um, I've got some raw elderberry. It's been hard to find people, but I finally got my hands on some raw elderberry. Try to take that in the morning. Um, Also, simple Vicks. Line your nose with Vicks Vaporub. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not even an authorized herbalist. I'm just trying to help you out. Anyway, so take you some of that. And then black seed oil, which is always great. Um, I got some bladder whack today. I'll let you know how that goes. I've got to study up on that a little bit more. And funagreek. Funagreek is also um, something that I've been taking and has been definitely helping me out with. Um, I actually brought it for like hair growth. And um, what's the other benefit of funagreek? It cleans, It gets out like mucus out of your system. Um, so that's been helping, but my very best friend, I mean, one of my very best friends, Mullen, please people go get you some Mullen pills because they will remove all the mucus. I mean, all of it. 
every lash drop. So listen, that's been my herbal segment for the moment. (laughs) Anyway, listen, this coronavirus out here, people, it is serious. Okay, it's serious. I now know of I think seven people that are that have the coronavirus and I am praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. Um, I have one sister friend um, who's who came out of a coma yesterday and um, is not doing that well today. And so I'm just praying um, that God heals her, that God heals so many um, of our loved ones. But listen, listen, people, keep the faith. okay? to he that sits on the throne. My daddy is a boss. That's the title. I'm going to end it out with that today. But my God, the God that I serve, he's a boss. Okay, he's a boss. He never fails. He absolutely never, never fails. So there's so many people out here, even some celebrities. Oh, my God, I was about to pass out. I wanted to just lose my rabbit mind. Um, As it said, used to say back in the day, it just Elba. Oh, my God. I know he got a wife, you know. Uh, uh, sorry sis but you know you know your man is fine oh god he's fine oh god oh god it'll just anyway and he the way he talks i need this coronavirus to just get get away from here because i need to get on a plane to london so i can just just talk to me i just want to hear him talk but anyway um shout out to Ildris elba who did get on and let us know that he has asthma um his wife i believe she's pregnant too um you know that she's fine but that he he feels okay he he said in his last segment he feels okay and listen people stop with the fake news please stop with the fake news i saw something come across the screen read where it's from it was a youtube video was saying Ildris elba was no longer doing well who are these hateful demonic people that put out fake news you little imps oh my god i can't stand it so no fake news let's just only make sure that if you're going to share on facebook instagram or whatever like check out the link okay please check out the link and i say that even to myself because you can get so upset and wrapped up into what's going on you're like oh my god um the city of new New orleans is on shutdown now and everybody is just make sure that we have the sources correct all right so let's see what else have we missed it feels like i haven't been with you guys haven't been before you long um haven't been with you guys in a minute but do we have to talk about the orange man oh my god he is now on a rant against the terrible oh terrible terrible nbc news reporter you know every time i've looked on the news trump is repeating himself over and over again the very first time he addressed the country let me say i know somebody else heard it i know somebody else heard it but the very first time he addressed the country did you hear the slurring in his um voice yeah so we're gonna just uh yeah did you hear the slurring in his voice did you see his eyes i promise you he was high he looked like he was high or drunk and somebody just had to like sit him up with a stick, like just sit there and read it. I think they've just finally told him, just read the teleprompter. Yeah, shout out to y'all president. Mm. And then I read something today and I can't find it. I should have had this earlier, but that there are a lot of government officials that did not heed the warning and that knew. Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out because once things were going over in China, why didn't you shut down our borders, Mr. President? Why were our borders not shut down? Why? 
I cannot understand that. I have a family member that was in Italy. She came back from Italy. She said when she went through Russia that they um, took her temperature there. They weren't letting anybody in their in their country that um, even had a had a temperature. She said, but when she got to Detroit <laughs> over here to the United States, back to Detroit, DTW, that they were sitting there chilling like, oh, come on in. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back Carter songs that we're playing. She was like, it was ridiculous that nobody asked her, you know, she said no one even asked her had she felt sick. She, no one had even asked her that. So, you know, the borders were not closed for weeks, for weeks. This could have been definitely, definitely prevented. Um, but anyway, so the coronavirus looks like it's going to change the tax day. The IRS is saying that they're going to change tax day. Well, amen to that. <laughs> amen, Jesus. Change it. Um, but can we get a check? <laughs> Who's getting a check? I just want to know. Is anybody getting a check? I don't even know if I'm getting a check. I'm like, ooh, how can I figure this out? Lord, help me. We're, I don't. Anyway, um, but I hear you got to file your taxes. So to all those people that have not filed taxes <clears throat> this year, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, um, you know, you might not get a check if you don't file your taxes. I don't know. That could be some of the rumor mill. I just said don't fa- spread fake news. My goodness. Anyway, um, there are so many people and so many stories, people uh, of everyone that's out here fighting this horrible virus. I have my own theory. I won't even say it on the podcast. Um, but <laughs> where did it come from? I know you're saying it came from China, but where did it really come from? Yeah. Hmm. And why has it been aimed at certain people? That's just kind of interesting, I think. Um, but anyway, in other news, they're saying that the celebrities are losing their minds. They have lost their minds. But guess what? A lot of people are losing their minds because they're not used to sitting still. They're not used to being in the house, sitting still, spending time with their loved ones, you're spending time with your wife, your real wife, your really, your real, real wife. And you've got to spend time with your kids, your real kids, <laughs> your really, your kids that you had. Um, but anyway, the, it just pretty much is stating that um, um, Hillary Duff, she's turning on her front lacing camera to yell at young fans um, who aren't taking social distancing seriously. So she's having a fit. Um, Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift are shaming their followers who are still hitting up at the bars. Yes, because these they don't get it. They don't. What's wrong with them? Anyway, um, and, you know, they're really just telling their followers like this is ridiculous. And basically they stated, let's see, um, who's the who's this pink? Oh, pink. Yeah, she's blessing her Instagram feed with a video of her at her piano singing. Make you feel make you feel my love um, just to put a little niceness out there into the world, she says. Um, yeah. Anyway, listen, people, this is not in the words of MC Search. <laughs> Shout out to MC Search, old school. I haven't seen Search in years, but Search used to, every morning, Detroit morning radio, he would say, this is not a game. No, it's not. It's really freaking not a game. And I've got people that I love that I've been fussing at. You're where? Where are you? Now, mind you, I'm out here sweating bullets, trying to find water, <laughs> bullets, um, <laughs> and bread and 
um, you know, all sorts of things, calling loved ones and people that I know that are fighting other ailments. And my granny, shout out to my grandma. My grandma is, she's going to be 98 years old this year. And when I tell you, she is a whippersnapper. She is, she's nothing to play with. So if you know me and you think I'm not a game, you should meet my four foot 10 grandmama that is about to be 98 years old. But anyway, grandma likes to tell lies. <laughs> she lied to me. She lied to me. I checked on her the other day and I said, grandma, you got food in there because she showed me um, she had a whole trunk full of toilet tissue people. I won't tell you where my grandmother lived because pop pop. Yeah, I might, might have to knock your head off. But um, anyway, she said to me, oh, I'm fine. I've got plenty of stuff. Hmm. Oh, I'm fine. I got plenty of stuff. Hmm. Okay. Well, see, I don't know how the Lord deals with y'all or if you even got a prayer life. But me here? Yeah, me. I get waking up out of my sleep. And I got woken up this morning loud and clear. And I could hear the Lord say, go take your grandma some food. Because she didn't tell you the truth. I was like, well, you know, she know how to survive off of anything. I know she good. She she probably got old canned goods in there, like stuff from I don't know what year. But long story short, I was obedient. I thank God I was obedient. I went and grabbed up a few things. And as soon as I came to the door, her face just lit up like a Christmas tree. And she said, what are you doing with all this stuff? I said, because you ain't got no food in here. That's why. You don't, you don't have no food in here. And she walked on in the house like a little girl. I looked in that refrigerator. I said, Grandma, how are you going to survive if we get put on a shutdown? I was like, it's coming. It's coming. So anyway, people, I say all of that, not for any accolades or a shout out. Woo-woo. Anyway, this is what we're supposed to do. Go and check on your people. Check on your loved ones. Check on your elderly. Check on, you know, I don't know where the lack of respect for elders has started to come from, but I don't like it. I so don't like it. Um, If there's somebody older than you and they've practically raised you and done some things for you in your life, you should check on them. Yeah, make sure they're good. My daddy on the beach somewhere in Florida, I'm sure. He's just it's living up Florida style. He probably is one of those people on the beach. I'm just playing. <laughs> Sorry, daddy. No, I know you weren't on the beach. But anyway, check on the people that you love. Make sure they have what they need, especially if you are already out and about. And that is what has happened to me. I've been out and about and I'm like, hey, checking on you. You don't have water. Okay, that's essential. Hmm, I need to find you some water. This is not the time people to be selfish. It's not. Um, You know, I've had people that have not had anything and I haven't had too much to give. But this is we got to go take we got to take it back to how we were taught. Maybe this is the return of the 80s. <laughs> I know I did an 80s segment on this show before, if any of you remember. Are we, you know, did we just kind of speak the 80s back into existence? Maybe that's what this is. Maybe people will start to get to know their neighbors again and um, share, you know. Hey, can have your mama send me some sugar <laughs> down the street? Okay, I tell her I'm going to bring her back some flour. You know, that's how things were. And maybe families will be reestablished that have been broken and torn apart by these strip clubs. <laughs> Listen, 
the strip clubs. <laughs> I went to church and the pastor said, I didn't even know it, but he, he said, he said, yeah, y'all, them, them strip clubs been off the chain. He got word that, hey, the, the corona wasn't on the poles, obviously, because y'all was, fellas was up in the strip club. So guess what? Y'all can't go to the strip clubs. So go home to your wife, okay? Talk to her about how creative she needs to start being because you've been at the strip clubs. Yes, after work, instead of being with your family. Um, and the same thing goes for ladies. We've had this discussion. Ladies, guess what? That's who you want to be your husband. That's who you're with. And that's who you're with. Go home. Everybody go home. Everybody go home. Um, and that's what we're really about to deal with now. I got a call. <laughs> I got a call from a <clears throat> an ex. And um, yeah, he pretty much was telling me how miserable he was. At his house with the person that he chose to be with. <laughs> okay, anyway, it's not funny because I, I got much love for him. But people, when you make these decisions to be with people, you never know how stuck you're really going to be with them. You better love them. You better love them. And I, you know, I have been saying that my prayer, my prayer is that marriages will start to take place. Brothers, now, if you're sitting there and you only got a pack of beans and you ain't got nothing else because you've been out here tricking around and now you by yourself and you could get sick in anything and there is no one there right there that loves you to really take care of you like that or somebody that you could be quarantined with your wife and have fun. Anyway, listen, people, we got a couple more things to touch up on. I want to tell you about what's going on in the store, my store. If you don't know, worthychick.com. We have some things that are in the store. We've changed some things around. So I want to talk to you about that and our new launch. Yep. Our new launch. And wait a minute. I promise you, I think it's my anniversary. Things have been so crazy, but it's, yeah, it's the anniversary of Worthy Chick. A year ago, I don't know what date. I'll find out. I might be coming back on next week. It might be the anniversary show. I think that's what it's going to be. A year from the podcast, a year from the website launching. Oh, God, life has been busy. But anyway, come right back in the room, in the living room. It's just me today. I thought I was going to have company, but somebody's not feeling good today. And um, spray, spray, spray. I got tons of Lysol. Anyway, come on back in the room and let's uh, talk a little bit more. You're in the living room with worthy chick chat, chic chat. You know what we say. It's a double entendre. Come on back in the room. See ya. <laughs>